What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Takeover with your girl Shay McCray here on Fubu Radio, and y'all already know Monday morning inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. We can't miss out a moment with him. How you doing, Brandon? <laughs> What's going on, Shay? Once again, thank you so much for joining Inside the Room with myself, State Representative Brandon McGee, where we discuss politics, leadership, and culture. Shay, what's good? What's it's good? good? Listen, listen, let me tell you, you're talking about for the culture. Listen, I'm so excited for this guest that we have in the building today. I mean, we is so much needed, especially for the culture of our black men today and yeah. what's going on. You know what I mean? We need this. So I'm just so excited for our guest today. I know I always talk to you every Monday, but this Monday, it ain't about you, okay? It's about yeah, so, <laughs> let, let me just say this. In this week's episode, as you already mentioned, we will discuss the uh, unfolding of the current COVID-19 pandemic and its uh, contribution to mental health or its impacts to mental health and racial traumas within the Black community. So as you've already said, alongside us this uh, this afternoon, we have none other than our special guest, Dr. Alicia Hodge. Uh, she is uh, better known as Dr. Alicia, uh, and she's gonna slay us today with a lot of information. Uh, and I'm just so very excited as we continue to highlight Black Lives Matter. Uh, we also must uh, put an emphasis on the fact that black mental health matters too. Uh, and then, you know, later on, we'll talk a little bit about Donald Day Trump, Day, Donald J. Trump, excuse me, uh, and what is to be expected uh, during this impeachment trial. So um, as always, I'm so glad that folks are joining uh, the both of us as we gather people from all walks of life to step inside the room in efforts to gain perspective on how we can educate and uplift our communities. So I'm gonna turn it over to you, Shay. And uh, listen, let me say something. For one, you said Trump. I haven't. Like, I'm. I'm so happy his name is starting to window out. Like I'm. Like I keep forgetting about him. It's like twice a week now. I'm hearing his name. But let me tell you the rest. Let me tell you the way she talk about slaying your anxiety. You know what? Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna welcome Dr. Alicia. All right, you guys keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. It's your girl Shay McRae. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Takeover with your girl, Shane McCrane. If you just now tune in, I'm sitting here, of course, inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. But today we are super excited because we got a special guest today. So, Brandon, you know what? I'm going to let you go ahead and do the honors um, and, and, and go ahead and um, welcome in this beautiful guest of ours. Yeah, so um, on, on uh, today's show, Inside the Room, uh, we have Dr. Um, Alicia Hodge, uh, she is a Connecticut native now. Yes! <laughs> DC with over 10 years of clinical experience across various treatment settings with adolescents uh, as well as adults. Um, her work is really centered around cognitive behavioral theory with a focus on facing, challenging, and overcoming the thoughts that really hold us back, essentially anxiety in most cases. Um, Dr. Ashley has helped hundreds of people 
Uh, she's also transitioned to this virtual space uh, where she's holding group setting uh, wow. therapeutic sessions. And you know what? I don't even want to steal her thunder, um, but I do would like to uh, welcome Dr. Uh, uh, Alicia to uh, inside the room with myself, State Representative Brandon McGee, and of course, Shay McRae, uh, as we continue to take over uh, FUBU yes. Radio and everywhere else. But yes. uh, I'll turn it over to Dr. Ashley. Uh, welcome. Welcome on in. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here with the both of you. This is very exciting. Um, as, as Brandon said, I am a psychologist and I specialize in anxiety. Um, and really, for me, um, as we talked, I heard you guys say before something about for the culture. And really, that's really what I'm doing it for. And so um, it is my duty and honor to be present here today. Wow. And by the way, she is black. I just want y'all to know. I am. I am. I'm Miss. <laughs> so really quickly, really quickly um, Doc, I, I really want to jump into the conversation and I want to kick it off with, you know, we know the COVID-19 pandemic has plagued our communities with many succumbing uh, to the virus, literally dying. I lost my grandma uh, last year in March um, as a result of COVID. Um, but, you know, from your perspective, what ways can we heal um, from uh, the heal and work rather towards social emotional recovery. I know that there is one in 645 black Americans who have died from COVID. Can you talk a little bit about the impacts of COVID-19 from your perspective and your field? Have you seen an uptick in clients wanting to talk to you and just, just help us understand where are we? What's going on? Yeah, um, we're still, you know, essentially in my opinion in a state of crisis. I mean, COVID definitely has my phone ringing off the hook. Um, I think for more than one reason, like you mentioned, people are facing a lot of grief and trauma, um, a lot of anxiety, as you can imagine. But even the fact that we're home with not that many outlets like we used to have, a lot of people are um, kind of stuck with their thoughts. They're noticing that I'm not able to handle this as well as I thought that I was going to be able to. And really, I think the way that we begin to start healing is to acknowledge that mental health is just as important as physical health. Um, so the same way that we're valuing our physical health now because of the pandemic, I think is just as important to realize that it's not weak or um, some sort of personal deficit to realize like this is a lot for me. Yeah. So really, I'm here to sort of talk about and really drive home the point of like stigma, especially in the black community, it's really holding us back. Yeah. So if you didn't know today, I want to remind you that it's okay to not be okay. You know, with with that being said, I know you said that um, one of the things is acknowledging that you have um, anxiety. Well, part of the problem is that a lot of us do not do not know the signs or it, when yeah. there is a problem. Could you help or walk us through that on when to a, uh, what should you do when? Because if you Google, oh, I sleep too much or whatever, so many things come up. You get what I'm saying? Or if I'm tired or I'm, 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 I'm a little fatigued, a lot of things come up. How could we self-identify within ourselves before we get to the doctor like, hey, we got a problem? That's a good question. So I would say that typically people, when they think of anxiety, the symptoms are things like um, your heart racing a lot, having trouble breathing, but there's other things like feeling tingling in your extremities. So like your fingers mm. and your toes. Um, it could be a sense of being on edge and restless. Um, a lot of muscle strain, especially around your neck and shoulders. Yep. It could be not not having an appetite. Um, mm. But one of the one of the main things that I tell people to look out for is irritability. 
So I know that with COVID and being home, you can be a little more on edge, but oftentimes anxiety can come through as being very irritable and annoying. Mm. So it's funny you say that because I'm sorry, Brenda, I just want to touch on this because um, this is something I'd never shared, but um, I do suffer from anxiety. Um, so this was deep for me. I'm not going to lie. And the reason why I asked that, because, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a woman over 30 something. We're going to leave it like that, you know, and mm -hmm. I had experienced night sweats. And of mm -hmm. course, the first thing as a woman you think about is menopause. And that was not my case. I was so yeah. far away from the menopause um, like stage, it had nothing to do with it. And that was one of the reasons why I asked that specific question. I had to really dig deep and say, hey, I'm having anxiety in my sleep. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like I would wake up in sweats, like sweats. Um, so with that being said, I know a lot of times we like to go to Google University. Where are some <laughs> of the best, <laughs> where is some of the best, uh, uh, where would you like to send or where we should we try to gather the information to help identify that issue? That's a good question. So I would say that there's a website called ADAA. I want to say it's .org. It's the Anxiety and Depression um, Association of America. So they have a lot of nice, simple resources that they ask you some questions, walk you through some basic information about anxiety um, and depression because they can exist together. And um, I'm glad that you mentioned the thing about sweats because oftentimes, you know, we think about worry and a lot of fear. That's the mental representation of anxiety. But a lot of us get the physical symptoms because we sometimes we're disconnected from what's going on in our mind or we want to yeah. push that to the side. And your body yeah. will tell you like, okay, well, Something's going on. Yep. So true. You, um, Doc, could you, before we take another break, could you just really talk about the stigma um, that comes along with mental health, anxiety, et cetera, especially in communities of color? Um, uh, and again, we're talking, uh, we're inside the room right now with Dr. Um, Alicia. Uh, we're so very happy that you all have joined us, as always, every week at four o'clock. Uh, but again, we're talking about COVID, pandemic, mental health in the Black community. Doc, can you can you help us with that? Yeah, certainly. So um, I definitely want to, before I even start my answer, say that there is a level of mistrust within the communities of color that is deserving. Um, and so I think that we have to always keep that in mind when we hear about stigma. It's not necessarily something that we came up with. But I do I do want to point out, you know, where we are now with providers, like there are databases specifically just for therapists who are black. And so I want people to feel comfortable and open to reach out to those providers. But honestly, I think the stigma essentially comes from um, being tying this idea that mental health or mental illness for that matter is about weakness. It's about something, yeah. that, you know, if you just try harder, you can overcome. Yeah. And yeah. I made a, um, you know, on my Instagram, I made a video the other day and I was saying like, do you really, don't you believe that if people really wanted to just talk themselves out of these things, they would? Right. Yeah. So, what, is your, what is your Instagram page handle? I'm not, I'm, um, it's Help Me Hodge. So H-E-L-P-M-E-H-O-D-G-E. -E. I'm not going to lie, Dr. Alicia. I, 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 I definitely... It's so funny you tapped on it right on the head. Like, I um, really believe that I was one that could talk my way out of it and, you know, pray. And, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not going to lie. I, I still still do believe that. It, it, and, and I believe that if you could grab the mind and, and, mm -hmm. but it's so, it's this level of strength that is underneath it that has to come from. And that's where that I was building that, but still blindsided to what the real right. issue was. So I'm right. so happy you touched on that. 
Um, it is so true. Women tend to acknowledge it, but why is it so difficult more so for men? Yeah, that was gonna be my next yeah. question. You know, socially, right, men are um, even more so held to a higher standard, and I'll add to that black men to um, be a man. You know, when little boys fall down, we say, stop crying, get up. And when little girls fall down, we say, let me see what happened. Are you okay? boo -boo, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think, you know, just socially, it's not acceptable. Um, it also, like I said before, it feels like it's a, the opposite of strength. So I think for men, it's much more difficult to say like something's up, I'm not right, and I need help on top of that. Yeah, good point. Hey, you wanna pay some bills? Yeah, let's pay some bills. You know, sometimes, like I said, it's hard to keep a good, you know, have some fun with this because this is so serious. But I will tell you this, Dr. Alicia, I mean, slay your anxiety. I will be coming to see you. If you got a, a title like that, I'm coming to see Listen. you. <laughs> Listen, I, I was texting her earlier. I said, seriously, I'm going to need a session. Like, I, I have nothing, no problem with saying I need to talk to someone uh, that's qualified that can help me navigate through um, the trauma uh, that, yes. that I'm faced with, mm -hmm. uh, especially during this time um, of COVID. So anyway, I think it's yeah. time to pay a few bills and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up this conversation shortly. All right. You guys keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. It's your girl, Shay McCray. Welcome back to The Takeover with your girl, Shay McCray, here on FUBU Radio. You know, we inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. And today is a special show because we're speaking in reference to things that are not addressed um, freely, as even on radio, you know. Um, and we have today the pleasure to speak to Dr. Alicia from Slay Your Anxiety. And she 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 has a lot, um, a lot of insight of just specializing in helping people with um anxiety and identifying, even yourself, Brandon. You said you're going too. So yeah. that that means yeah. a lot. Like I love to see men like yourself to step up and say, Hey, I'm going. And here we are on radio, and you're like, I'm going, I need a session. I'm like, Yeah, no, I mean Listen, again, thank you so much for joining Inside the Room with Brandon McGee. Y'all make sure to follow me, underscore BLMJ, underscore on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, Y'all follow me. But, you know, Shay, I am at an age now where peace and happiness is important. Uh, and as a, as a state representative, a father, a husband, a community leader, a church worker, it weighs on you after a while. And if you don't imagine. have the opportunity to converse with licensed uh, professionals like Dr. Um, Alicia, who could help uh, you navigate through some of these challenges, shame on you. Uh, shame so today, on you. We've been talking about that. And um, I'm just so excited that we have um, a person in that of Dr. Uh, Alicia to be here to to unwrap, unfold, and really shed light on the importance of mental health in the Black community. So it's so fun. I'm not gonna say it's funny, but I know pastors have the heart. They probably got the worst time dealing with this stuff than, than the rest of the world because of mm -hmm. what expected from them. So with yeah. that being said, um, once again, thank you again, Dr. Alicia, for being here with us. We really appreciate you here because this is really big for us. But Tell us about a time where you had a hard time trying to get someone to identify their issue so they can receive the help that you offer. Okay. Um, so one of the, the things that 
comes across the most when I'm working with new clients is that they come in, they tend to say like, I have all these things going on, but it could be worse. Mm-hmm. And I'm really um, adamant about stopping them and saying like, listen, when you do that, you're invalidating all of your pain. It can always be worse. You could have one arm, you could have no arms, you could have no legs. And so it's important to realize that it can be both. Like when we talk about gratitude, you mentioned, you know, I know it's probably difficult for pastors. Like it can be both. You can be grateful, but you can also be frustrated. So it doesn't have to be one or the other. I often tell people, don't operate in the extremes. Don't don't tell yourself it could be worse. Like it can be both. I can be happy that I'm safe and sound during COVID, but I can also mourn the fact that I can't go out and do things. And so I think when you're looking at yourself, be careful not to cut yourself off or, or tell yourself like, you know what, this is bad, but it could be worse. Or it's been so much worse for me before in the past. Just evaluate where you are now and say, if I don't feel like myself, if I don't feel like I'm having more good days than not, then this might be the time that I need to talk about somebody. Oh, excuse me, to talk to somebody and acknowledge that things need to be different for me. Wow. Wow. Shay, I think we probably can talk for another another hour or so on this very important topic. Wow. Uh, um, I, I'm just delighted once again to have uh, Dr. Alicia on with us to really unpack mental health, Black therapists. And I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely amazing. So um, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Alicia, for your time. Uh, thank yes. you for the work that you do. I'm sure you are underpaid. And <laughs> I appreciate the gift uh, that God has afforded you and you're using it. So thank you so much. Yes, very and the next time you're in Atlanta, girl, invite me to one of them um, seminars. I need to come out. Oh, so. yes. yes. I, I hope when the, when the world opens up, all are welcome. That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say well, in the meantime, I'm, I'm going to offer vo- virtual options. I've been trying to figure out how to pivot during the pandemic. So I do yeah. want to be available to everyone. Can you can you just share with us a little your website, how to remain in contact with you? Um, we know your uh, saying is slaying your anxiety. Really quickly, if you can just work that in and let our listening audience know um, how to remain in touch with you. Yeah, for sure. So I am on pretty much all social media platforms at Help Me Hodge, as I said earlier. So that's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I do like to give a lot of tips on Instagram talk. I find a lot of humor. I love a good anxiety meme. Um, And my website itself is www.slayyouranxiety.com. If you go there and sign up for my newsletter, it'll keep you updated on all the things that I'm doing. Um, You'll get to learn more about working with me, the groups that I offer. Um, And also, you know, I've been featured on a bunch of podcasts, great, great episodes and opportunities such as this. So I do have a media page that you can kind of look me up or ask me to be a part, a guest on a part of your own show. Um, and ultimately, Slay Your Anxiety came from um, an episode, for those who might be familiar with the Therapy for Black Girls podcast, my mm-hmm. first episode, we called it Slay Your Anxiety, and I took it and I ran with it because I was yeah. like, this, this is it right here. So the trademark is in the works. That's what I'm talking about. Well, once again, <laughs> if you're just tuning so. in, State Representative Brandy McGee, you're inside the room uh, where we bring folks from all walks of life once again to uplift our community, uh, to educate. So, uh, Shay, I, I felt like it was a session for us. <laughs> I know it was a session for me too. I'm sitting here telling her my problems, but I will tell you this, um, Dr. Alicia, you know, your name really hits home with me because Slay. 
slay your anxiety, you know. So my, my fans are called the Shea Slayers. So I just oh, that <laughs> look at that. Thank you look so much uh, once again for joining us. We really appreciate you taking the time out to sit with us and doing it for the culture. You guys keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. It's your girl, Shea McCray. <laughs>